Hey guys, welcome to That Florida Feeling. How is everybody? I hope everybody had a good happy Valentine's Day or happy Singles Awareness Day or just happy February 14th if you are not any of the above. Or if you're one of those people that it was your birthday, happy birthday. I'm sorry that it's probably a very overlooked birthday. I hope you guys are having a good week. Uh, it's been an interesting week, but it's been a good week. We're past the Super Bowl. Valentine's Day is over with. Uh, President's Day is Monday, if you are so inclined to celebrate. And now we're looking forward to St. Patty's Day. Thank you to everybody who participated in the poll in question. Um, Yeah, you guys are awesome. I know I say it every time, but I truly mean it. And I just wanted to say thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed learning about alligators. Um, I really didn't know that the episode was going to be that long and or was going to be received that well. Um... I mean, they are Florida. They're kind of like Florida's mascot. So I was like, why not? And uh, I'm glad you guys really liked that episode. So thanks for uh, listening to that one. Today, I'm going to talk about a topic that is, I mean, if you've lived in Florida, you've heard about it. If you have, you've probably heard about it even not living in Florida. Um, and it's something that's been in the news a lot recently. And it's the Miami Seaquarium um, or Lolita. Uh, Lolita was the orca that uh, was not treated well. So I'm going to talk about the Miami Sea Aquarium and I'm going to, we're going to see what it is and we're going to talk about why it's been in the news so much. Um, So first, what is the Miami Sea Aquarium? The Miami Sea Aquarium is a 38 acre oceanarium located on the island of Virginia Key in Biscayne Bay in Miami, Dade County, Florida. That's really close to downtown Miami. Um, I have actually been to the sea aquarium many 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 years ago i'm talking long long time ago uh before it started getting in the news daily for doing stupid stuff um this actually was founded in 1955 it is one of the oldest oceanariums in the u.s uh in addition to marine mammals the miami sea aquarium also houses fish sharks sea turtles birds and reptiles uh, they offer daily presentations and host overnight camps and events for Boy Scouts and group programs. They also do conservation, and over 500,000 people visit the facility annually. Um, they do have about 200 employees, and they, do, they are leased from the Miami-Dade County, making it their third largest contributor to the county's revenue. So, all that being said, who founded it? So it was actually founded uh, when Fred D. Capuck and Captain W.B. Gray uh, decided that they wanted to open an attraction, and it was the second marine life attraction in Florida. But when it opened in 1955, it was the largest marine life attraction in the world. The first orca in the park was named Hugo. Hugo was captured in February of 1968 in Vaughn Bay. Shortly after his capture, Hugo was flown to the Miami Sea Aquarium, where he was held in a Small pool for two years, and over the course of ten years, judging by his behavior, it was clear that Hugo did not like life in captivity. Amazing, right? Amazing that an animal that came from a bay got stuck in a pool and didn't like it. Um, Hugo would regularly bang his head on the wall of the tank, and on March 4th, 1980, Hugo died from a brain aneurysm. Alright, so apparently this place has just had some shit from the beginning. From 1963 to 1967, 88 episodes of the TV show Flipper and two movies starring Flipper were actually filmed at the Sea Aquarium. So if you've ever seen any of those shows, that was filmed there. From 
1963 to 1991, the Sea Aquarium also had the Miami Sea Space Rail, Space which was the first hanging monorail in the United States. Uh, sea Aquarium was eventually bought out by Palace Entertainment in 2014. Um, it was recently acquired by the Dolphin Company in 2022, which has said that they uh, any negligence in animal care preceded their arrival. I don't... Whatever. We're going to... We'll get to that in a second. Um, now, most recently, in 2023, this is when all the crap really started. When people really started noticing that something is not right with this place. Um, in 2023, the U.S. Department of Agriculture Inspection found numerous violations against the Animal Welfare Act. The report cited inadequate veterinary care, horrible animal handling, uh, inadequate facilities, employees and or attendants were not up to standards, uh, critical separation of animals, meaning that animals could potentially attack one another. Uh, now, Miami-Dade has the option to terminate the Sea Aquarium's lease at any moment, and they have considered this option, uh, especially if there's been ongoing concerns about the care of animals. Now, in January of 2024, the USDA was satisfied that the operators had addressed issues related to um, the issues that they had most recently found. Uh, they did confiscate and remove certain animals. Um, but as of February, which is this month of 2024, they have lost their accreditation from the American Humane. Um, the Dolphin Company was also behind on its rent payment, according to the Parks Department. So, to put it politely, this place is a shit show of horribleness. Um, but let's talk about what really brought this place to the forefront, and that is Lolita. Lolita the Orca. One of Sea Aquarium's attractions was Lolita, and Lolita was the second oldest orca in captivity after Corky. Corky was at SeaWorld San Diego, and she was the park's last captive orca. Lolita was captured in August of 1970. Uh, she was captured in a, during uh, the Pin Cove capture in Puget Sound in Washington State. She was brought to the Sea Aquarium on September 24th of 1970, where she joined Hugo. Hugo died in 1980 after injuring himself on the walls of the tank where Lola remained. Uh, animal rights activists have long argued that the tank never met standards, never met the federal minimum uh, requirements under the Animal Welfare Act. And in 2017, the USDA made statements supporting these arguments. In January of 24, 2014, the National Marine Fishery, Fishery Service proposed amending the Endangered Species Act to remove the exception that did not include Lola as part of the ESA-listed Southern Residence Orca that lived in Washington and British Columbia waters. Activists who proposed such actions in the N NMFS in 2013 were hopeful that uh, Lola would get retired and possibly be, you know able to be reunited with her pod, which some believed included her mother. The Lumi Nation of Washington State referred to Lola, and I cannot say it, but it's a female orca from an ancestral site in the Pin Cove um, area of the Salish Sea bioregion. And they view or they viewed Lola as a as a member of uh, the relative of underwater. So Lola was part of their their nation. Lola was very special to them. And according to former uh, Lumi tribal 
chairman, Jay Julius, she was viewed as a member of the Lumi Nation's family, and they believed that she should be returned to their sea bioregion. The Lumi gathered at the sea aquarium numerous times to be asked for her to be returned to the area. In 2018, sea aquarium curator uh, emeritus Robert Rose responded to the protest saying that the Lumi should be ashamed of themselves, that they don't care about Lola, and they don't care about her best interest, whether she really lives or dies. To them, she is nothing more than a vehicle by which they promote their name, their political agenda, and they just want to obtain money and gain media attention. Shame on them. That That is an asshole statement. That really is. Um, so in response to Mr. Rose's comments... Environmental scholars and Julius have argued that such statements are representative of the troubling pattern of discounting Native American knowledge and relationships, which are part and parcel of uh, possessive of natures of... So basically they're saying that we don't understand Native Americans, and I agree with that, because um, he basically just dismissed them like a jackass. Um, now, Miami Sea Aquarium did announce on March 30th, 2023, that Lola was expected to return to her natural waters in the Pacific Northwest and reside in a semi-wild sea pen in the sea for the remainder of her life. She would be joined by relocation efforts of the park's companion pair of uh, Pacific white-sided dolphins, Lily and Loki, Loke, excuse me, Loke, Loke and her offspring, um, Elo, Elio, were instead transferred to the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago on August 3rd of 2023. Way to keep your word there, people. Uh, unfortunately, Lolito died on August of 2023. Uh, they believe it was a renal condition. On September 25th, 2023, the sea aquarium that announced that Lee, the remaining 40-year-old male Pacific white-sided dolphin, was expected to be moved with Lolito, was also relocated to SeaWorld San Antonio to be lo- relocated with family members and other white Pacific white-sided dolphins to avoid remaining in solitary following uh, Lolito's death. So basically, the Miami Sea Aquarium does not keep its word, and they have had numerous, like, numerous issues against them. Um, now, you can still go on their website, and you can plan a visit. Um, and, of course, on their website, they promote it as looking exciting, and they have conservation care. And, you know, you can click on it, and they talk about how they've championed conservation since 1955, and they have a rich history of helping uh, manatees and turtles, um, you know, and how what accreditations they have, which are not true anymore, considering that they just lost them. Um, tickets to this place start at $41. $41 to watch animals put on a show. And then you can spend more money if you want to meet a penguin or swim with sharks and rays or a dolphin or a seal lord this place is awful now it's been in the news a lot lately like we've talked about um a lot of people think that miami's sea aquarium is finally going to get what it deserves and i for one kind of agree with it um you know it's got financial troubles animal rights activists and federal and local authorities are finally really starting to notice that this place is is in trouble, that it's not doing what it's supposed to do, and that it's it's having some issues. Um, you know, its latest violations include a dolphin found with a two-inch nail in its throat, uh, 
One had a metal bolt in its mouth. A sea lion that would refuse to eat due to cataracts. Um, and they didn't get surgery for it. There's mold and peeling paint in the penguin and parrot enclosures. Um, an underfunded vet lab that didn't even have basic diagnostic tools such as ultrasounds, radiographs, endosco endoscopies, and functioning anesthesia. Um, right now, it's just that they have a tsunami wave that has crashed down on them and that it's too much for them, says Phil Demers, a former marine mammal trainer and founder of the group Urgent Seas, whose advocacy was credited with the relocation and distressed manatees Romeo and Juliet from the park last year. That's right. They did relocate Romeo and Juliet. I forgot about that. They were two manatees that were taken from the sea aquarium and given to Zoo Tampa um, because they were absolutely in distress and not doing well. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, and Sea Aquarium, Miami Sea Aquarium, when it was founded, probably had the best of intentions. But what it has become now is, is not, uh, you know... It's not the best, obviously. Um, you know, it's, it's proven that inspectors have recently found, previously found mold, bacteria, rusting enclosures, other structures with critical shortage of trained employees. Um, staffing concerns, of course, have never been new. But in 2022, the agency found nine dolphins had their diets cut by 60% and were severely underweight. And park management just blamed it as a miscommunication. Um... Yeah, the Miami mayor back in 2021 expressed deep-seated concerns, and the county is reviewing actions necessary to pursue terminating leases. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think they were hopeful when the Dolphin Company took over, um, but unfortunately, you know, it seems like they have not been able to um, overturn what, you know, what they've gotten. Um, you know, and now that they've lost their American Humane Association accreditation, that's just, you know, this is, I've, I've actually got a, when I was doing my research on this, I found a news report from two days ago, three days ago, where the U.S. Department of Inspection in January found multiple repeat violations and, uh, the U.S. Animal Plant Health Service Inspection they just did a recent survey or a recent inspection on the 9th of January, and they found uh, water, water issues with ping, uh, penguins, not penguins, flamingos wading in dirty water, uh, the dolphin pool in disrepair, uh, perimeter fence allowing stray cats in and trespassers, um, bird enclosures with rough and jagged surfaces that can injure animals. Um, the sea lion pools are not correct. Um, yeah, and they pretty much yanked their, yeah, you can actually see, so, because it's public knowledge, you can actually pull their inspection report. That's crazy. Um, but, yeah, and, and in order for the Sea Aquarium to maintain its lease agreement with Miami-Dade, they had to maintain the certification, and now it's currently not certified with the American Humane uh, Association. So... That's not good. I feel like this is probably the end of the sea aquarium. Um, yeah, they're facing numerous animal neglect charges. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that um, I've, see, I've seen a lot about this in the news, especially over with Lolita and uh, more recently with, 
you know, more people going down there and uh, protesting against it. And I think they should. I really think that they should close it. I think that this is, you know, this is not how animals are wonderful creatures and, you know, they're not meant to be put on display like this and that, you know, you should just let them be. And so um, I think that, I think that Miami-Dade should shut them down. I really do. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about it. Normally I'm not on such a soapbox about this thing, but, you know, just between the Lolita thing and the manatees and then hearing about it more recently, especially since they've lost their accreditation, I just thought that this was something that we should put on a podcast topic and talk about, especially because I've seen it more recently and I know if you've lived in Florida, you've heard about it. And so I just thought that I would put it all in one podcast and that we would talk about, um, you know, what's going on in the sea aquarium. So that is what's going on. Um, I'm sure that we'll hear more, especially if they do actually lose their lease, um, which I personally kind of hope they do, but that's just me. Um, but yeah, so fun stuff. Promise next week will be a much better topic. Um, I just felt like this was relevant for right now. Um, thank you guys for listening to me ramble on in my soapbox for a couple 20 minutes about a topic that I feel passionate about. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. No Florida man. I feel like we just talked about an entire Florida corporation, Florida man corporation. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have an awesome week. Thank you so much for listening. You know, if you agree with me or don't, that's fine. You know, feel free to comment. Um, if you have a topic that you want to hear, reach out. You can find me on any of the social media pages. Um, I am finally getting YouTube kind of up. I'm getting the shorts things and the food reviews. Uh, as always, TikTok, Facebook, love the memes, keep sharing them. Uh, Instagram, you know, I love seeing you guys' pictures and I try to share them to stories. So keep doing that. Um, thank you again, guys, so much. Uh, fun things are coming, I promise. Uh, great topics are coming. If you have a topic, please just reach out and say that, what you know, I want to hear this. Or if you think that, you know, you'd be a fun guest, reach out. I'm open to pretty much anything. All right, guys, I hope you guys have a great week. Don't forget to drink your water, wear your sunscreen, and as always, guys, that's your daily dose of sunshine.